This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Tom and Warren on Joy. We are lucky enough to have into the studios this morning a show that we're all very excited to see. Welcome to Joy, West End star, Ian Stroyer. Hello, darling. <laughs> Look, Ian, following a successful UK tour and a smash hit run of the Edinburgh Fringe Festival, you're going to bring your alter ego, UK queen of live vocals drag. Stop it. Well, oh, I, I mean, you sing live. It's I fantastic. Do. Your voice is fantastic. Velma Celli is going to bring her show-stopping cabaret, A Brief History of Drag, to Melbourne. I am. Hey, we're very good. Look, give us a little taste of what audience can expect. Well, um, basically, it's um, a show that celebrates moments in drag history, but not just like historical stuff because that's boring, and but more about um, there are some moments in gay history, but it's more about things like Freddie Mercury in drag in the Breakthrough yeah. video or like Bowie gender bending, and then Priscilla obviously yeah. had to throw it in there. Um, it's just a celebration of anything that's kind of has a drag influence in music and pop culture. Okay. Lovely. So you're going to basically sing sing us a tune, yeah, and then have a little story, have yeah. a bit of a joke about what's going on, and then yeah. break into another song. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, songs and stories and fun. Okay. That sounds like my perfect play. Now, this is a brief history. What was something that you missed out that you really wanted to be in there but you couldn't quite make the cut? Ooh. Oh, God, I don't know. The great thing about this show is there's so much, there are so many songs and so many things yep. that have happened um, that it could, basically it changes every time. So okay. this version, I did um, Perth and Adelaide last year and the show's almost completely different now because okay. there's so much material. Because wow. when I originally did it, I just wrote out, oh, okay, that song, that's obvious. Like, for example, Sweet Trends of Estite, whack that there. And I just wrote them all out in, in on little post-its and I kind of made a loop and a thread throughout them all right. but then I've got like 500 post-its so every time I do the show I'm like nah bored of that one so I just find a new story and a new song and then but that's like all things with life you know yeah. as we move through we, we learn different new stories come in yeah. things bore us bring something else in excited stuff up. out men yeah. you know all those things <laughs> like all exciting things in a relationship look drag shows can be very audience participation yeah. do we expect that from this show absolutely yeah it's um, not when I'm singing a ballad though that would be awkward but um, but yeah, I think cabaret is a general genre, and um, drag. There's always going to be there's always going to be that conversation. And actually, a great cabaret should be a conversation. That sounds really deep and low. but it's <laughs> it's true. Like if if it's kind of a wall and there's nothing going back and forth, yeah. it's kind of a bit awful. Well, correct. I mean, if it's us and them, we're just sitting there, we're voyeuring. We're not. We're actually participating. And cabaret is actually meant yeah, to be. Absolutely. You know, we're meant to all get involved. Let's all yeah. have a sing. Let's all have a dance. I can't wait. This yeah, is exciting. absolutely. Now, as a live cabaret performing artist, would you ever appear on a show like RuPaul, where you got a lip sync and kind of? Um, <laughs> I would. Do, do you mean the show as general, or just do you mean do, would I ever lip sync? Oh, let's go with the latter. Yeah, would you have a lip sync? So I, when I started in drag, I was I was in Chicago the musical and I was playing Mary Sunshine, and that's not lip syncing. But when I got into that, these corporate companies in London and this like they put on drag things for people's fiftieths and stuff. Got in contact, I'm like, oh look, a man in a dress. Um, he can work. So they would book me to do like random events. So then I had to learn to lip sync, which isn't that hard. You know, you just learn a song yeah. and, and pretend like you're singing it. 
Yeah. Um, so, um, so yeah, I, 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 there's a place for it. I, I like lip syncing if it's comedy. I don't like lip syncing as if I'm like actually yeah. um share because like there's needs to only be one. So. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And that's really good. And, and I mean, an old drag that lip yeah. sync that was the facial expressions, that was the hand movements. Yeah, yeah. It's what you were there to see. Absolutely. You, you weren't there to watch them impersonate. Yeah, somebody else, and not just to be obvious because I'm in, in Australia. But Priscilla's a perfect example of that. It's supposed to be heightened and, and bigger. It's not supposed to be just oh my god, she's so fishy and amazing. <laughs> Which don't get me wrong, that is a talent in itself for yeah. some. Not enough for me. There needs to be more. You know, yeah. you need Guy Pierce on a bus. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Look, look, at the beginning, we introduced you as a West End star. You've appeared in Cats. Fame, Chicago, Rent. Yeah. Look, let's be honest. What was more fun, playing a pussy or Velma? Ah, it's the same. I just don't have to paint one on. Yeah. Um, uh, definitely Velma. I love doing Cats. It was my first show after graduating. Graduating is a strong word for performing high <laughs> school. But anyway, um, and I loved it because it's a super hard show. It's still known as the hardest show to do as a dancer. I oh. used to be a dancer. Looking at me now, you're thinking, what? <laughs> um, um, I was. So doing that was amazing. And also... Um, as a kid it's the first musical I saw in the West End and it was like oh I'm going to be in that ironically I didn't start dancing until I was 16 so and it it happened I don't know but um so yeah I love that but I love Velma because she's my character playing other characters in other musicals is super fun and great Angel I loved in Rent but um but this is mine so effectively I can change the plot whenever I like when I get bored in 2015 Shelley appeared in BBC's uh, EastEnders how important is it to have like the, uh, the LGBTI representation in the mainstream media. Oh, massively. Because it was funny, the other day I was I met someone for lunch in Soho, and if, if you haven't been, um, Soho's the, where you go when you're gay. So, like, mm. I got off the train and I on my own the first time and went to Soho. I wasn't 11 at this point. I was, you know, growing up. <laughs> and I went there. I was like, oh, my God, these are my people. Um, and now Soho's kind of becoming kind of like everywhere else. And trendy. it's like trendy. And, yeah. and the, there are no gays. It's like the mm. end of Titanic. Is there any gays out there? <laughs> yeah, yeah, so that was in, an interesting choice they did because on January, the 16th every year statistically um, it's the most depressing day it's like the highest suicide rate so EastEnders is awfully depressing show I love them yeah take it awful out <laughs> they booked me um, it's a really quite a dark show so they even they try to do something slightly fun yeah. so they asked me to do a gig in the Vic to cheer yeah. everyone else up and then also like I was like the face of McDonald's a couple of years ago and McDonald's put, McDonald's like putting on my makeup I'm like yeah. and underneath it said there was like four different people I was this one and it said something like you know Velma Chelly Cappuccino 2am you know yeah. the, you know. Oh, yeah. Boy George tweeted a picture of it actually and said um, drag and McDonald's perverse or progressive <laughs> and I think it's progressive I think it needs to be more in the public conscience Definitely. and I think because of drag race and what that's done for America yeah. um, in, in some ways it might make drag a bit too dilu- diluted but for the young anyone LGBTQ STUVP like it's good to have that out there so it feels less like it's not a thing. Like if yeah. there's drag queens everywhere walking down the street, then a drag queen's not a thing, or a gay person's not a thing. I mean, just- I mean, I'm older, and I was very much when you see RuPaul and all the straighties all started jumping. I was like, "How dare you? That's our show. That's our thing." Yes, but I have actually stopped and looked. No, 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 no. We do need to change the society. And yeah. We're not going to get any equal rights until we actually have the allies who yeah. are actually going to start fighting on our side. Absolutely. So I think that's it is progressive. I mean, for Maccas to put a, you know a drag queen Huge. on an ad is a great thing. It's quite interesting because when we shot the advert, the, um, I didn't know 
in the theatre in the gods the um, the people that own McDonald's were there and they hired a mic on again didn't realise that and they said oh what would you what do you, what do you eat so we can write what you eat next to your picture I was like darling I don't eat that <laughs> and they were like what? I said put me down for a cappuccino anyway <laughs> they can hear you <laughs> um, but it is it needs to be out there and um, until we've got um a hundred straight people on the street and then a hundred gay people and then 17 drag queens it, we're not equal yeah. are we really I mean you've been dubbed from my readings online as, oh as the, well, the queen of, of drag in the UK how does it feel being put on that kind of pedestal oh I don't know that was a very generous review um, queen of live vocal drag I think they might have written I don't think I'm the queen of drag Actually, do you know what yeah I'll just take it take yeah. it take <laughs> it, yeah, take it. Where? What, what am I saying um, it's lovely it's nice you feel old I feel old. <laughs> you feel old. Did you say he was 20? How, 20. Dare, how rude is that? I actually could be your dad. <laughs> <laughs> da, 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 surprise! <laughs> oh my God! That is awful. Yeah, it's nice. It's really nice. There's great queens in the UK though. And queens in the UK, I did an interview yesterday about that very thing. The queens in the UK, and it's the same here, um, there has to be a discernible talent. There has to be a great, you have to be a great singer or an yeah. actor or a comedian or whether it's just the banter that you get with, I don't know, Dame Edna or we have with Lily Savage. In America at the moment, it's just, it's a little bit too much. Oh my God, I'm feathered away again. I look amazing. Yeah. But there's no real talent. So well, correct. Oh. I, I find a lot of them now, and even I'm allowed to say it about Courtney, but sometimes I find she's a beautiful female impersonator yeah it's not drag yeah and, and but then maybe that's me being old school it's time for me to grow up i guess it will when she was on that show also it that's the ta- that's when fishy drag as they call it that's when it became a bit of a thing mm. um she's huge in the uk now well you got the bio life going she won your celebrity big brother i'm like damn it it used to be like i got a gig and then if i turned down a gig it go to other people now it's like well courtney's up for my <laughs> uh, almost, almost. Um, yeah, no, she's doing really, really well. I'm really happy for her. Well, we've got her stuck here in Australia now trying to compete for Eurovision. So Stop, She's doing that now? <laughs> yeah, so we've got it. So, so we're now going to have a competition of who will represent us in Eurovision, which we shouldn't be at, you know, the first place, but we're happy to go. We're yeah. happy to go and we're it happy to go. And, uh, look, well, look, we love it. We, it was always a gay culture here, You're going oh to the gay club, goodness. watching it thing but now it's so popular and mainstream it actually turns people gay you know oh well i hope just watching it yeah i hope so (laughs) i will be no we're not going to barcelona this year (laughs) (laughs) you can catch vel michelli a brief history of drag at chapel off chapel melbourne the 18th and 19th of january so don't delay because that's like tomorrow oh my god it's like tomorrow and the day after i think yeah hurry up and get your tickets (laughs) as well as you'll be heading to the factory theater in sydney for in february then off to the fringe world festival held in perth in february yeah and we're also doing the brunswick picture house in brunswick heads Oh, I can't Brunswick. believe I managed to remember that because I've had no sleep for two days. <laughs> that is a beautiful little place and across the road from it, there's good coffee. Yeah. So you'll be Ooh, safe. And yeah. let me tell you, it's hot up there. And what are we... So what days I come back and said from being up near Byron Bay, which is up that yeah. way, beautiful. No one wears shirts or shoes. So it's just hot men in... Oh, my God. Yeah. Puts down the latte. <laughs> Puts down the latte. <laughs> Look, thank you so much for coming in. We can't wait no to worries. see you tomorrow night. Yay. Wake up with Tom and Warren, Thursdays for breakfast on Joy. Tune in to 94.9 in Melbourne. Stream live at joy.org.au or download the Joy app. Available via podcast at joy.org.au on iTunes or your favourite podcasting platform. Joy Podcasts, where you want them, when you want them. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation. 
joy. Help us keep joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.